It's the old Doctor Who show, episode number 11, The Time Warrior. Go forward in all your beliefs and prove to me that I am not mistaken in mine. You couldn't control my mind before, and you certainly can't control it now. Would you like a jerry, Debbie? The TARDIS, when working properly, is capable of many amazing things. Because the polarity of the neutron flows, the TARDIS should be free of the force field. Well, the TARDIS is more than a machine. It's like a person. Resulting reaction is Are you ready? Hello, we're uh, back here. Back in the uh, Doctor Who saddle. You don't like when I talk about my saddles. I have all my saddle fantasies, my Doctor Who... Uh, erotic saddle fiction yep it's more of it's an equestrian uh tale of uh tenderness and time travel that was actually the original title it's gonna be <laughs> tenderness and time travel but my agent uh who sells me pills behind uh, the wawa said it was not uh, marketable but he knows these things how are you tonight dan <laughs> i'm not nearly as good as you are tonight eric <laughs> jeez you are on fire i'm on fire you know why why I'm just going to cut you off Do and it. say it. I got a dog today. What? Yes. Ooh. I mean, as uh, people that have listened to the show know that I recently lost our family dog. It was It's a horrible thing. Yeah. Still not quite over it. And uh, I had a lot of mixed feelings about getting another dog, too. Um, but it's uh, a little, little backup story. My original dog, Zoe, mm. I bought for Casey, who Dan knows, but the audience may not know, is my wife. Bought it for her birthday, and her birthday is coming up. Oh. It's on August 9th. She really has been, I think, wanting a dog, and so she's sort of uh, mentioning it and stuff. And we just started talking. We are like, all right, we're going to go to the SPCA. Yep. We went there. I had every intention of getting an older dog. Yeah. Because I'm 40 now, <laughs> and time is important, and it's a nightmare to have a puppy because I've raised a puppy before. Yep. And it just didn't work out. I mean, the the older dogs that they had, they sort of were like... They were real uggos, well, huh? they're, they're not good with kids. Like, one of them had snapped, and we have a cat, too. So they were like, take a look at these puppies we're about to put on the floor. I was like, all right, we're going to take a look. And, like, this one dog, I don't know if it's what mix it is. It sort of looks like maybe a boxer pit, oh. perhaps, or something. But okay. he's awesome. He just jumped in my lap, and, like, I was like, all right, this is cool. That's so great. His name is his name is Jonesy. So now we both have puppies because you also have a puppy. I do have a puppy. It, yeah, the first uh, – I say the first yeah. year and a half is the worst. It's so bad. It's uh, – yeah. And I – it's not that I don't remember because I remember. And, like, yeah. even last night, like, I was – I woke up and I was, like, told my wife. I'm, like, we can't – we just can't get a puppy because you're – we already have three kids. Like, she's already pulling her hair out. Like, <laughs> We're not going to get any sleep. No. Like, it's going to be, it's just going to be a complete nightmare. But I love it. <laughs> he, said, he says with gritted teeth. <laughs> but I can't wait. I mean, right now, the kids are, and my wife are all running around with the dog. It's uh, it's a good time. How, how, old is, how old is the puppy? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. All right. It's a matter of weeks. Like, I think it's only, like, you know, a couple months old. Right, right. 
tops. Yeah. It's not a... Yeah, you'll typically get them young. between like yeah. two and a half and three and a half months when they're puppies. Well, that's great. Welcome to misery. I mean, yeah. love. Talk about misery, like going to that, the SPCA. Uh, they're like piping sad music yeah. and you just look and like... Are they just playing are Sarah McLaughlin on loop in the background? Yes, the well, she's there and she's just like playing, <laughs> playing for you for tips. I think, you know, she's had a, a rough go as of late. No, it's it's it's. I encourage anyone who's looking to get a dog to to go to the SPCA. Yeah, or go to a rescue or whatever. That's what we did. We went to a rescue. Yeah, yeah. It's the way to go. Yeah. So what else is new? Um, do we want to talk about what Hot American Summer? It is probably one of my. It's to... one of my favorite movies of all time, and I'm super excited that there's a series. But apparently, not super excited enough to realize that it actually started this weekend. Yeah, I think it just started Friday. I've only seen the first episode, uh, which was good. But it's short, like they're half-hour episodes, so it's like you're trying to, you know, you're like, where's that per-? Like, it's I haven't quite adjusted to mm-hmm. it yet, um, so I'm looking forward to, to seeing where it goes. But yeah, that's the, one of the best movies ever. Absolutely. And it's so awesome because for anyone that doesn't know, it's a movie that takes place in 1981. Yeah, I think so. I think. Summer and of 1981. It's, it's like 10 years old? No, this movie's much the movie older itself, than that. Much older. 15 like, years old? Least. 20 years old? Yeah, I'm it's, old It's at now. least 15. It's at least 15. But... For anyone that's not familiar with it, you know, 15, 20 years ago, whenever it came out, they were, you know, in their 20s, 30s, maybe 30s, 30s, 30s probably. Playing like teenagers. When figure when the, yeah. Playing teenagers. And now they're playing a week earlier than they played now. And it's ridiculous. <laughs> like Michael Showalter has this wake up. He, he uh, it's, I, I'll, I'll that man has that. not it's, aged well at all. And no, it's hilarious. <laughs> Some of them have. Uh, he, I would not put him in the the column of aging well versus not aging well. But you know what? Hey, do we I get Elizabeth like junk? Do we get Elizabeth Banks in this? She was not in the first episode, but she's in it. Because okay. that so, was like everybody's come back. That's like the Bradley first thing Cooper. I ever saw her in was was this. I think. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I think. Amazing. Pretty much, as far as I know, everybody from the movie is back. I don't know anyone that isn't back. Right. Like I even think the guy from. Hayden Pierce, what's his name? The guy from Frasier? Yes, uh, David Hyde Pierce. Yeah, I think Engineer Garofalo, in even though it doesn't make sense because right. they meet at the but end. But there's new counselors too, so I'm like curious to see, like, are How they do- all going to die like, <laughs> at the end of Absolutely. it? Because like, they're going to have to make the timeline work. Um, it's great. It's, it's really good. Uh, that's um, exciting. So, anyway, should we get into Doctor Who? Do you have anything else no, let's, to, let's, to discuss before we. Let's jump in. All right, we're going to hit the switch here and get the. Uh, Crank up the old. Get, our mach- get the cranking. Get crank. We're gonna, We're gonna do some hit, crank. A, hit a button. Start the machine. Get the crank. Yep. Um, and rob a liquor store. Yeah. <laughs> All right. These are the weapons I have promised you. Also, a good supply of the projectiles that they use. Oh my! Thanks, good toad face. Uh, good links. More weapons from the stars. I shall complete the repairs of the improved fighting robot if I have time before I leave. If you wish to leave, then you would do well to obey me. Do you threaten me? I leave when I am ready, and that will be soon. And will you carry your starship on your back, good toad? You needed my knaves to bring it here. You'll need them to take it hence. Evidently, you have no understanding of the forces involved in interstellar travel. All right, here we are. It's the Time Warrior, Dan. This is the first story, season 11, mm-hmm. written by Robert Holmes, uh, directed by Alan Bromley. Yep. You know what? I don't know what year. What year is it, 73? This is the 74? end of 73. It's Christmas, 73 okay. into 74. 
It's a four-parter. Yes. This is the beginning of the end for Pertwee. Mm-hmm. So this is the the last for us. We're, we're not going to cover another Pertwee. There's your dog. Hey, Buster. We could have like a show. companion pod skip that, that's just our new dogs. Ah, uh, that'd be making, so really good. Sounds. Really good. This is the first uh, appearance of Centaurans, too, as well. Um, to give a very brief description of this episode, and uh, usually I write these down, people. I uh, did not write these down, so this is the top, top of my head. Wing it. We're going to wing this one. Uh, the doctor. Yes, you're right so far. Yeah, the doctor is involved. He's at unit. All of a sudden, scientists start disappearing while he's there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he goes to investigate by by creating some kind of um, alarm clock that's going to uh, ping him when the next thing happens. It happens to happen at the same time an undercover reporter is investigating unit. Uh, Sarah, Jane, mm-hmm. I'm having a lot of a very hard time. I think getting through this synopsis. It's they fun. end up in, in in the Middle Ages and there's uh, a robot that has been built. That's, <laughs> that's all. You that's need really to know. all you need to know. Honestly, maybe we don't even need synopsises for these things. Dan, did I miss any of the big beats? Basically, a doctor and Sarah uh, Jane get stuck in the past and have to escape. Right. They're they're fighting against yeah. the Centaurans. There's a Centaurans. Uh, uh, we're going to get to yeah. it. All right. All right. What, what did you think about this episode, Dan? Well, you pitched it to me as a costume drama, and boy, were you right. <laughs> it's a costume <laughs> drama. I knew that watching this... Because you've mentioned before on this show that you're not a fan of the time-traveling ones, especially the ones... No, 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 don't say that. The past? Yeah, I I watch Doctor Who, but I don't like the time-travel part of it. Yeah, I shouldn't have said that. What I mean is you're not a fan of the historical ones. Not so much. Not as much. I like the future. Yeah. And I think that's common. I think most people probably prefer the space stuff. Yeah. Typically. They seem to have sort of uh, shied away from that at this point in this in the series because I'm, I'm, we did the Aztecs mm-hmm. but there weren't a lot that we covered that weren't either current unit weird stuff going on well that was the whole Pertwee thing per wave, right yeah. so we kind of got or stuck on in, Earth into space or you know wherever yeah. so this is sort of a return to that for me this works like I like this mm-hmm. episode because it's, it's funny and ridiculous it's so and, ridiculous uh, there's so many crazy things that happen that make yes, no sense not, yeah, it's ver- it's, it's very crazy. Really, really strange choices some of these actors make. Uh, yeah, the, Iron, Iron, Iron Gron uh, is a is a keeper. Like gosh, this, that, that guy Beth can just type. Yeah, yeah, he chews on all all the scenery. scenery. There's nothing left at the end. Need. He chews the entire wall down. Yeah. So to give, since I sort of blew the synopsis, uh, I'm going to attempt it again. Yeah. So basically, we have Iron Gron and his henchmen, including Blood Axe. Blood Axe. I mean, who doesn't want to hang out with a guy named Blood Axe? Are sort of this. His parents uh, really set him up on a, on a weird uh, professional path, I think. By yeah, naming that's Blood like Axe. if you name your kid Blood Axe, not a lot of it's options. Not be you know what I mean? You're probably yeah. not going to the uh, the the local. Uh, what are they doing back there? Just like churning things? Like what? There's not a that's lot of options. Pretty much what know, people do. You, they just churn. Yeah, either you're a blacksmith or you're hitting people over the head, you know, for money. Right. So he sort of has a kingdom that's that's. Uh, or he's a lord of some kind, or he, so the king is. He's the king is the middle one. of a war. He's uh, requested all the troops from all the surrounding uh, nobles to come fight the war. So everyone's kind of left with uh, diminished troops. So this guy, this uh, Iron Gron, is an opportunist who has uh, taken some rabble soldiers and yeah. taken over a castle and killed everyone that was there. And yeah, now he's encroaching loves, on his neighbors as well. Loves That's his it. wine. Uh, yeah. Not happy with the wine that he has. Likes to throw it at people and say, talk about the wine every time. He, he loves gets a wine chance. so much he just pours it all over himself all the time without yeah. actually drinking it. Just soaked yeah. in wine. 
So that's our first intro to this guy is he's jealous of the neighboring kingdom, Edward. Yep. Um, he wants to, he decides he wants to raid it because his wine is no good. His uh, They're out of food. Meat is no good. Yeah. You know, everything stinks. And he's just kind of a big pain in the ass. Uh, dumb is like all get up. Right. And we'll get to that because after we see him sort of complaining, you see a comet coming from the sky and that's the Centauran. Right. Who sort of is like. The star a, fell uh, from the sky right on their land, so. Yeah, so retreated. he's very much a stranger in a strange land. His ship is damaged, so they come up with an uh, arrangement. He's going to make him weapons of destruction mm-hmm. in exchange for using the castle to fix that ship. Right. Oh, and the names that he calls it, like he calls a pig face at one point, yeah. or, or fro- uh, uh, frog face, I think. He's a toad. Like, he makes a, yeah, everyone loved it. That, that guy has a sense of humor. He kills. Yeah. And he's constantly, uh, yeah, he's constantly yelling at the Centauran. To the point where the Centauran eventually beats him up, like just sort of shames him. Right. But it makes no difference because mm. he know, keeps like, the two same thing. Later, he's like, yep. Yeah. Give me more of your star weapons. Oh, like, all right. Okay. <laughs> we could talk. Let's just jump around a little bit. The star weapons yeah. that the Centauran's making for him. Mm-hmm. Why are they the old? Old shotguns. They're old shotguns. The what? Old, the old Why rifles? would a Centauran yeah. make that? Like, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it make sense that he would make something that he's familiar with based on the materials that he has at hand? Not I, something from the 1800s. Yeah, that, I, I, I had that same question, and then I was thinking, weird. okay, well, maybe because uh, as far as like getting the production of them going, you were limited to what you probably could do with those tools. But he's get, get grabbing scientists and equipment from, from the future. future. Yeah, so he kind of is can go to any point in time. My, I didn't really understand how he was able to transport. Humans, they explain it as some kind of, like, reality. Um, oh, it doesn't matter. What did, they had a name for it. I know he yeah. says it, and then the, and then the one of the scientists that he's explaining this to says, I've never heard such gobbledygook in my entire life, but you yeah, must know what you're talking like, about. Like, yeah. okay, that thank you, guys. That was, like, timey-wimey before exactly. this timey-wimey. They were like, yeah, all this stuff is nonsense. Just shut up. <laughs> right. Because that, that guy's name was Rubbish, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Close Literally, enough. his name was, was uh, Rubbish. Yeah. Uh, Professor Rubbish. Um I mean, my charitable read of why they're making uh, shotguns was strategic because that was a weapon probably that the Centauri could defend himself against. Maybe it wouldn't hurt his armor. Right. So he could... Perhaps. Have, but it was stupid. It was just... It really... Well, the only thing he has to worry about is Centaurans, and, and, and uh, for listeners at home that aren't familiar with them, they have a giant knob on the back of their head. It's a port. That is... Yeah, that is their only point of uh, vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Their Achilles heel, is on their were, neck. It's their Why not just neck. put a cap over that? You know, get a cap. You got you're covered in metal. No, it's I think finish it, it no, off by it is it's like a, uh, it's a point of pride. Is that where yeah, it's a point of pride. You have to keep that's that. True. That's true. Because you have to face it. Is your literally enemies. the same thing that uh, uh, we hear in the new series when we meet Centaurans for the first time. When we meet uh, Strax, yeah. whenever we have that. Yeah, the first thing. It's the exact same thing. It's like yeah, I have this port in the back. I have to face my enemies. So. Yeah, yeah, like and this this Sontaran uh, in this story is named Lynx, and I found him delightful. Like, yeah, because he he he, you could just sort sort of see him just tolerating. Yeah, uh, Iron, yeah. Iron Like he's got to he's got to fix his ship, and he's just sort of putting up with them. And he knows he could destroy all of them, but he's like, all right, I just got to get I'll through this. Make day. you a robot. I'll make you a space robot. I got to work <laughs> on my ship with 
I'm going to grab scientists from the future who, by the way, were working on space hardware. Yep. Like, that was like, <laughs> what are they working on? Oh, uh, you know, space hardware. But all they Whatever were doing the entire is, time yeah. was pushing buttons and shuffling paper. That's it was, all they, you need? Yeah. You needed scientists he for used... bureaucracy. He didn't have enough bureaucracy, so he brought them back to shuffle papers. Yeah. I don't yeah, know what they, they were but, doing. Yeah. Luckily, they all they, – Rubbish, who we mentioned uh, earlier, who had uh, met the doctor when they met Sarah, Sarah Jane – is one of the people that gets uh, sucked into the past. Yeah. But for some reason is not affected by the mind control, Be- and that's because he can't see. Yeah, because it was optical, and he right. and he left his glasses behind, and he's pretty much blind as a bat without it. Mm-hmm. So. so he spends most of the episode uh, feeling around. And I guess we should also – this is the first introduction of Sarah yeah, Jane. Yeah, let's get to the real – this is the important part. Yes, and I, I love her. She's – I think I've said it before. She's my favorite of the companions, probably uh, – Classic series and current series. Oh, bold. Because I just find her uh, great. Yeah. I mean, th- this is like an intro to her, so she hasn't quite found her footing as far as... Um, I think it's but pretty, she, I she's think pretty it's true to the character a, from the very beginning. I mean, she's a yeah, very inquisitive, strong world um, reporter who you know asks a lot of questions and doesn't take no for an answer. She's great from the outset. She's yeah. stunning, too. I, you know, I, I remember Sarah Jane vaguely from catching... Uh, some Tom Baker episodes when I was a kid, so I kind of knew who she was, but really I knew her from New Who and coming back and seeing her there. So, you know, that was my the most of my exposure. So seeing her... Now, did you watch the Sarah Jane Chronicles? I watched a Is little bit of called? it. I mean, it was geared yeah, towards I never kids, saw it. so it was, it was a little hard to watch. Um, yeah, so I only watched a couple of those episodes. <laughs> yeah, not, not like this show. Clearly geared towards adults. We're talking about a guy with the mask cut out where you just see him licking his lips for like 15 minutes. Suntara that was, face that was the introduction to him. He took off his helmet and he's licking his lips for like a solid 10 seconds before that's it fades out. That's a little out. something for daddy right there. I think that's what that was. That's when it separates it from the kids. But yeah, but go, but yeah, she is, she is, she is awesome. She's fantastic. And there's a nice, there's a nice exchange and we've talked about sort of the sexism that's all over this you know the first time the doctor sees her he like is like go make me coffee basically whatever but he's goofing on on her and then he says that i'm gonna make my own coffee and they're sort of like you know i think because you'll probably do it wrong you dumb yeah he they they had to cut that part out and they had to bleep it but i did i did read and i don't remember where it may have been like an av article on this or or something there on the dvd set when they did the commentary Mm -hmm. they terrence dix um, who's sort of the script super supervisor at this point. And he was sort of complaining about he wasn't into the whole wib- women's lib thing. Wow. So you, you kind of get the uh, – you start to understand, okay, that's probably why Joe's sort of stories were the way that they were. Yeah. Oh, that's um, really interesting. And, yeah. I, mean, I, I didn't actually see that. I, I That was cited in an article, so I'm assuming that it is what he said. Right. But that was a little bit like, oh. You know, well, super, but I think you get that's really interesting because say, of uh, Sarah Jane's little women's lib speech when she's in the kitchen. Uh, yes. With I mean, she's just like, well, that was such a great part. Oh, good. Where she's like, what are we in the middle? You're ages? stuck in the middle ages. Ah, it was good. But I think you get the sense that Robert Holmes is not, you know, is on board sure. with 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 doing these things or, or you know writing decent characters. Uh, but anyway, she she's great. I mean, her intro is great. You know, the fact that she's lying about who she is yeah, from the outset because she's curious she's very much like a lois lane mm-hmm. you know uh character type it, it's great i mean i i think she's perfect and i they they had pretty good chemistry i think i think they had fantastic chemistry from the start. yeah 
everything was kind of funny. Like even the the back and forth with with rubbish sort of worked. Mm -hmm. The back and forth between <laughs> Iron Crod and Blood Axe, as ridiculous as it okay, was, Blood Axe was it, a much uh, <laughs> superior performer. To uh, uh, they should have switched, but that guy was insane. I just can't get over uh, Iron Crod. He was just he was amazing. Although yeah, no, go ahead. And we have another group too. So we I briefly mentioned Edward. Right. So this whole time. Uh, uh, Iron Grod and Blood Axe and his whole crew are getting these weapons from uh, Lynx. And what they're going to do with these weapons is they're going to attack this other kingdom led, you know, that's run by Edward. And he's got a guy named Hal who's sort of a Robin Hood archer type. Right. Who represents sort of the good kingdom. Now, we've dealt with Star Wars people in, in Who before. Ooh. Do you know who Hal is? And I had I had no idea and I just saw like... A highlight like a weird thing about this. Episode. No, he doesn't. It's it's Boba Fett. <laughs> now, now Boba, Boba Fett. Yeah, you would never know no. because you know Boba Fett's. He looks nothing like him. The entire time. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah the 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 real, the Boba, real Boba Fett, Fett. not the uh, the ones from the the prequels Ugh. or the enhanced editions. But I thought that was I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, so anyway, oh, so they end up there, like Sarah Jane in the beginning is sort of like cool, the fact that the TARDIS is bigger on the inside. Like That, that actually never really, comes up at all. Never comes up. Not once. She gets out of it, and she sort of assumes she's at like a renaissance fair. That was actually great. <laughs> yeah, I like that. She's like, she's trying to deduce <laughs> what it, where could she possibly be. It's a pageant. No, it's too small for a pageant. It's a, uh, yeah. I, right. thought was, was I like amazing. that she's not at all concerned that the place she came out of was larger than it should have been, and now she's outside. Nope. <laughs> <Like>, Did <laughs> Not on, like, as far as she's writing that story, the story is going to be about a renaissance fair <laughs> and not the fact that she just, you know, jumped into another dimension or moved without moving. Uh, what else? What, do you, what, do you, what else do you think about? Um, uh, there were some incredibly bad fight scenes throughout this my favorite <laughs> there of which, was a lot of there were a lot of fight scenes too, yeah. but my favorite is uh the doctors in iron grog's castle trying to escape he goes into the courtyard the courtyard scene we're seeing it from above yes. and aerial shot <laughs> it's it's a good solid maybe one minute of the doctor running around they, they should have been playing the <laughs> benny hill the theme song yes. <laughs> that's exactly what happened in the my background notes. Uh, and he's hor like he's at one point slap fighting a guy <laughs> to get away from him, and, and they revisit that same like same, ridiculous. Oh, when around, they came back to that, when he gets executed at the or they attempt to execute him with, where the guys don't understand how the guns work. It's horrible. And so he's just yeah, yeah, awesome. So that's great. Yeah. The uh, the the mechanical soldier that they make was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, they had to put a person in a suit where the the shoulders above the head. The entire time. So the thing looks ridiculous just for one shot where they knock the head off. Like, you could have just done that as a cutaway and make the thing look sort of okay. But it just looked absolutely ridiculous. Right. And just walking they had around. To just... put we had to get in it later on, so it had to be good. Uh. Especially ridiculous. And then earlier, too, like, uh, the, the – uh, so Iron Grod – Iron Gron, right? Gron, you're right. I just said Grod, yeah. Yep. Iron Gron and Blood Axe capture one of Edward's Blood scouts. Mm -hmm. And uh, – Lynx uses what looks like a vape pen or something <laughs> to unlock his mind. Yes. You remember that part? Like, it's just like, all right, let me let me take care of this. And he just sticks this. There was a lot of, like, weird things, like, weird lights. Like, that's how all of the scientists from the future are under some kind of hypnosis. 
which they use just flashing. Like, there's lots of just like, oh, I got it's a polka pattern. It's a polka pattern, yeah. Yeah, it's a polka pattern. Flash the lights, that's right. There's lots of people whose minds are are unlocked via lights or vape pens. I noticed that was a a running theme throughout throughout the show. But the it was weird. The uh, his weapon, the vape pen, he held it in the same way that the master held his sonic device. It was a weird, like almost holding it like a syringe, sort of like. Not a very threatening, oh, no. you know. But that's how you get the good, the brain shot. Oh, so it's a vape pen slash syringe. Yep. <laughs> I see. <laughs> they were way ahead of the time. They did mention Metabelius 3 again in this episode, which I thought was a nice thing. They can't seem to escape it at this point. Maybe you guys got to ease up on the... We don't need to talk uh, about but it. But it was it was a it was nice subtle uh, <laughs> no, ribbing. Good. It was good ribbing. I, I kid, yeah, I the, kid. Tardis actually took I the kid, doctor yeah. where he wanted to go on the first try, which apparently is a huge problem for him. Uh, I read also this is the first time they actually mentions that the name of the planet's Gallifrey. Yes, how is I had that, that right? in my notes too. I had I could have I like I guess they haven't obviously you know because I believe everything that I read. Yeah, yeah, the internet. But says I can't so. think of them. Uh, mentioning it but but there's the whole thing trial when he got his tardis taken away like well we didn't watch that but the one with the the other time lords uh with the three doctors did they must have said gallifrey at some point i don't i don't think they did that's i will have to we'll have i'll have to look through guys we're gonna be right back we're gonna go watch that six-part episode again watch it again no i don't it's isn't that weird like what did they refer to what was under attack right was it like the name of like just time lord city the planet of the Time Lords. They could have said that. We would have been like, you know, what? you say All it right. just like that. It's probably <laughs> okay. It. The planet it's of the Time Lords. Super weird. Tag. Uh, love it, love it. I have in my notes: Iron Gron hates walls. I don't know why. <laughs> Did he beat up walls at one point? Or I remember beating I up. I need walls. a better note than just Iron Gron hates walls. <laughs> so we do uh, at the end of the first episode. We should probably revisit it, even though we mentioned it when we finally see what a Santaran looks mm-hmm. like. Is the weirdest thing like that's nightmare fuel yes. where he just sort of turns over and he and the his lips are cut out and he just like licking the air. Yeah, I don't what's know why he, he was what's doing going that. Going on, yeah, it's kind of sensual. <laughs> it made me bit. feel a little funny. <laughs> and he's got all that ha- weird scratchy patches of hair yes. all over the place. I prefer my Santarans clean shaven all over. I, I like a smooth Santaran. I love the character design on. That I've always been a fan, sort yep. of, of them as as a uh, an enemy or a villain or whatever. Sure. But it really is just a and and the way that they they make sense of their appearance with the science of the universe that they've created, where they talk about the gravity being right uh, <clears throat> increased or whatever on their compared to ours, and that would make you more you know stockier, stockier, stronger on our yeah gravity. Mm-hmm. I thought that was that was very cool. What else you got? We got we t- talked about the robot knight that looked like he was made out of oven mitts. <laughs> that was literally. But no, 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 no. It was space armor. They had to say it space armor it. several times. But literally, do you think he was like, I need two dozen oven mitts, and they just like cut <laughs> them out and just pasted them on? Like we got to get this done by well, two. It was a really it, other thing I noticed. It was a very weird mix of actual location shots and horribly chalk drawn uh brick walls or, or stone walls like they were in they had an interior yeah. it was just flat gray paint and chalk to indicate that they were big right. stones but the, otherwise they're in a freaking castle in other shots so maybe you could have just stayed there i don't know That's awesome and then the Santarans oh. too we learn about the reproductive cycle right 
that they do they there's not male and female yeah. right because they're it's like why do you guys still use it's inefficient didn't they say something about when they do hatch a Suntaran, they have some kind of parade or something for it I have he in my said notes, something. We learned that Suntarans hatch Suntaran babies at parades. That he did what say kind parade. Of parade. I don't know is what that? that meant. How horrifying is that culture? <laughs> like, forget that they're always at war, uh-huh. but that they just have these Suntarans hatching at parades with people crying and their single tear down their Suntaran face and their lips, their lips just glistening, sucking air just the whole time, <laughs> just sucking air into the sea as another thousand Suntaran babies go by. Kind of beautiful <laughs> now that we break it down like that. I don't know why I was so down on that. The uh, the siege that uh, Iron Grog had on uh, Edward's castle when it was like yeah. half a dozen dudes in a ladder, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and Link's that just looking on scene. from uh, from a hill five feet away. Right. You're talking about the the part where they where the doctors making stink bombs. Yeah, doctor makes stink yeah. bombs, and they uh, have fake soldiers on top of the the parapets, and yeah. uh, right. <laughs> they attack and with the ladder. Nice of... You do, yeah, you do get a sense too of the the doctor is sort of. Not a pacifist, but you know, she brings up: is it chemical weapons or is right, it uh, right? Right, got really dark. He's like, "What am I, a monster?" Right. It's it smells. It's like you know, fart bombs. <laughs> like, all right, doctor, you did good. And the guys are all coming back stinking, and he's stinky. mad. He look at he's looking for wine again, like the dope that he is. It was short. I mean, it's only four episodes, or yeah, yeah four, four episodes, episodes which series. is standard, I guess. But it feels like it went by very quickly. I feel the same way. Yeah, for me, the pacing was um, was exceptionally good compared to some previous episodes with a lot of yeah. filler this was this was good yeah it was all it was all business poker time we already talked yeah, about poker time uh the doctor tries to bargain with links he offers to fix his ship in exchange for the prisoners to be released mm-hmm. and instead links blasts him with that vape pen flashlight that he just whips whips out <laughs> like they all they all party super <laughs> exactly you beat me to uh it. i is this possible it's only we're gonna have a short show dan no, i mean it was a there's not a whole lot to say. It was it was I mean, good we did all around. Talk, there's yeah, we, a lot happens, and there's a lot of ridiculousness yeah. here. I mean, you just a lot have to. Hopefully, you guys have watched it because it's it's yeah. such there's a. There's a lot one. of going undercover, like the doctor who's done this before. Like this is one of his favorite things. Mm-hmm. He he goes undercover as the robot. Mm-hmm. He goes undercover as like a monk, as a monk or yep. a friar of some kind. Yep. Uh, him and Sarah, and Sarah Jane is right there with him the entire time. She saves him at one point too when he's doing his he's running from the guy shooting and she like does the old uh chandelier trick. I don't Boy, know. Boy, that was how horrible. Did, how did that work? It it couldn't like, he, it was it couldn't it was like so he would bad. have to swing back through the guys with the guns. <laughs> and he and they got just kind elevated, of like they could have slowly turned away. Like, oh yes. he's and then coming slowly out. at us. They didn't even run out, no. and he does that funny little like, "Look at my hands," and he knocks out the two guards. That's adorable. I mean, that's a that's uh, a doctor sort of thing to do. But that was. And speaking of adorable, when they first went in as the uh, undercover uh, monks or whatever, mm-hmm. the two guys are like, "Yeah, he's really funny." Whatever. When when they leave, I had to rewind the scene because I had no idea what the guy was saying. Like when he's like said, he's like. That's it, no. <laughs> Do you remember that yes, scene? I know. Yeah, I yeah. Like, Why did you like what? I put the closed captioning on it. It wasn't worth. No, it was not. All he was yet. saying, right, <laughs> was just like, yeah, the guy's really charitable. <laughs> Wait till yeah. they get there. They're gonna <laughs> fight. We're gonna have to bury the bodies. <laughs> but it was, yeah, it was, yeah. madness. Lots of judo, judo magic going on. Yeah, a lot of that stuff. Pertwee is really into the boxing and the judo. I'm gonna miss that. It's, yeah, we're not gonna. Yeah. That's going to go. That was his sort of thing. Yeah. 
Although I'm looking forward to the I'm looking forward to the Tom Baker. All in all, this was you know as far as like because now it's the end of Pertwee. I guess we might as well talk commentary on his whole run. This wasn't my favorite. I think of all of his. Like I really I thought what was the last one that we did? Um, oh, Carnival of Monsters. No, uh, Green that Death. The last one we did was the last one. Green oh, Death. Oh, Green Death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Green Death. Um, but it, like Carnival of Monsters and Green Death, I probably preferred more than this. Like I, uh, Spearhead from Space. Preferred, so preferred. Rank higher. Or the episode. Still a, the episode. This, oh. As far as storylines okay. go, like where this would fall as far as, you know, I liked it a lot, but it, it it's not the, I wouldn't say it's my favorite Pertwee story or um, Robert Holmes story at that. You know, he's, he's behind some of the, the best episodes of uh, of the show, in my opinion, that we've covered. Um, but I liked it. I mean, overall, I would I would, uh, I would watch it again. I, I did watch it again. This is the second time that I, I had seen it was for this. What do you think? Oh, I, I agree. Um, I don't know if... I think I actually like it better than some of the other ones just because of the pacing. I really... Yeah. I, I, every time I watch one of these, I, I appreciate the pacing that we have in modern storytelling because <laughs> these things just just kind of take right. forever well, the some, action yeah, some could, of this the editing parters. could be so much better it's just there's a lot of yeah. cruft this one didn't have that this one really <clears throat> as much as they did a lot of back and forth between the different places and whatever um it was it was quick and the story was was really good and i loved the enemy i loved um the santaran so yeah all around yeah it was great. Yeah, and, I mean, and I would Sarah definitely Jane, rank this. You can't beat Sarah Jane. She's, she's just amazing. wonderful. And she only gets better, right. like, as far as, like, my comment about her just sort of finding her footing. Mm-hmm. Like, some of the episodes with her are so good. And I, I, I'm also biased because I, my first exposure to her is with Tom Baker. Right. So for me, like, that's the, the combo that, that everything is sort of uh, measured against. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as far as this one, like I would say, it's like definitely better than like Doctor Who and the Silurians. Oh, um, without a doubt, that was like one of those. Uh, oh, that was rough. Ones or even sort of the Three Doctors, mm. but um, like the Green Death, I, I would probably rank higher in Carnival of Monsters and Spear Spearhead. If, if we cut out one or two of the episodes of Green Death, I would agree with you. But yeah, boy, <laughs> um, yeah. But it's good. So we got to say goodbye to Pertweed. How do you? How do I want to say goodbye? Sort of probably a letter. Now? What? How do you rank? Because you had never watched any Pertwee no. before. I'd never seen any of the podcast. any of the doctors before Baker, actually. Yeah. Um, and actually, I haven't seen between Baker and uh, Eccleson. I hadn't seen. Any, I haven't seen any of those. Like I, Baker was pretty much it for me before the new series. Yeah. Uh, I think he's great. I I actually I like him probably the most of the three the three original doctors. Oh, interesting. Because I remember you were really Patrick Troughton was, and I do. I think he's. I think yeah. he's really. I like them all because they have such. They're so early, obviously, in the whole life of the show that they were inventing the fact that it is different personalities and that yeah. you know that they could do so much with these characters. I, I think that's fantastic. Now it's like um, when the new Doctor comes on. Well, what's his gimmick? What's his thing? It, it feels a maybe contrived is too strong, but it feels a little bit too much like. Like, they have to think about that so much when they have the new Doctors now. This, it was just, it felt more like, oh, we're going to figure out what this real character is and develop it. Yeah. But, uh, no, I think no. I think Pertwee's great. Just, he has such good comic timing and subtlety 
and the opposite of subtlety. And, subtlety. and the opposite. He has he both. He also is the master of the opposite. Oh, this happened in this episode, it. too. We didn't even say yeah, Whenever he gets captured, every he gets captured by the Centaur and by Lynx, and he's he's put into the chair with the little ball on his head to make sure that he pushes a button. I don't know what he's supposed to do. He's supposed to sit there and push a button. That whole scene, and the whole why. contraption is set up like a transistor radio, and then there's like a big switch the behind switch the behind pole. Him that like... He can't reach, but, and then if he tries to touch it it, it shocks him if he if he try he, but he's so he's in the chair and he's sliding out of range of it until it shocks him and his eyes get all big yes. and then he gets attacked by a telephone cord oh uh, just, but then he yeah and then he gets the scientist guy who's just just, just walking around with a magnifying glass <laughs> he made he made one lens i'm a, i'm astounded he was able to do it <laughs> that, that he was great too like he was a funny character just because like even when he ran into sarah jane later he's just still worried about her lying about being a reporter <laughs> it's like your priorities have now shifted friend like you <laughs> we are so far beyond that right now <laughs> uh, uh it's good yeah i mean I, I agree with all of your comments on uh per- they really are all very unique uh individuals right. but all sort of feed into the same thing it's really really wonderful when we do decide to do uh season two of this podcast and go back and and pick up some other episodes that are not in our original list i would like to see more of the uh the first doctor because like i didn't really like him all that much in the very beginning i mean he's he's just he's a dick in the beginning um so and but i know towards the end some of the stuff that we saw he softened a bit and had more of a rounded character now you have hulu which i don't have hulu Mm -hmm. um are there a lot There's a of... lot of everything. Oh, there are. Of everything. Like complete... I mean, orig- no, original, you know, first Doctor stuff, a lot of that's just lost to history. That just doesn't exist yeah. anymore. But they have... It also seems like Patrick Troughton got the worst as far as the stuff being lost. Yeah, I think that's true. It seems like there's lots of his storylines, and I think we've talked about this to where there's like three of them. Yeah. You know, or you're missing like one part of, of the whole. But yeah, we can definitely yeah. review it. And also, while we're talking about adding things... Mm-hmm. I would like to add the Fox movie because I've never seen it. We'd have to buy it. I was looking into it. You yeah, actually have I'll to buy, buy a copy it, yeah. of it, um, which really is crazy. I don't know why they're. Oh, it's not at all digital. I what? Not that I saw. Definitely not streaming. You could probably yeah. no, you could probably buy it on Amazon or something. Like if it's from, on iTunes from or a store or something. or something. I mean, why are they trying to keep us from seeing Eric Roberts as a master villain? <laughs> this <laughs> is. I I, I want to see it just I'm for that. Feeling it's terrible. Oh, I'm sure uh, it is. I'm sure it is. But but it, wonderful. They, the fact that they've they've it's canon now. You yeah. know that's he's you know he's part of the whole thing. So I would like to see it. I'm just very curious. Yeah. Now I saw one of these fifty thousand uh, uh, little uh, behind the scenes Doctor Who things, yeah. and they were talking about showing scenes and interviewing some of the actors from the movie, and. It, from, from what I saw, it's like, oh, okay, it's crazy. It's a freaking yeah. Hollywood movie uh, in an hour Roderick. and a half. It's, it's nuts. But it looked really with, great. I'll watch anything with Eric Roberts. Right. Uh, ironically or not. Um, but, yeah, if, you've, if you're listening now and you have seen the movie, let us know if it's worth uh, reviewing. Yeah, should we add that in? Yeah. I, think we, I think we probably should. Yeah. There's some other things. I would love to do, like, the big milestones, like when – Major companions come and leave those episodes. If we can see yeah. those, that'd be great too. Anyway, I think I think we're doing that pretty much. Um, we get a like lot we of it. Saw Joe come and go, yep. and now we're gonna see. We see uh, Sarah Jane come and go, but we're not gonna... actually seeing Pertwee leave. We don't see that. We see now. the first. And what... Robots is next, and that is the first full uh... Planet of the Sp- Spiders. 
Is it what's yes, the last episode? Yes, I think that's right. Spin the Spiders is, okay. and it's a six-parter because it's an end of a season. So it's a long, kind of crazy episode. Um, so that's that's where he would leave. So we're coming in the one after that. So it's the first full uh, Tom Baker. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we could come back to that. Those things, I was, those think, I was cool. thinking about adding it in now, but a six-parter. No, I don't think I want to do that. Yeah. No, <laughs> we'll, we'll stick with the schedule. We'll do Robot. I've seen yep. Robot. Um, so now you will see Robot. Fantastic. And all of you will see Robot. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. Well, all right. So uh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. Um, if you enjoyed this podcast, please uh, tell people. I mean, that's pretty much just the best thing. To tell do strangers. For us is let let other people know. Use uh, whatever devices you can. Subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Uh, the more people subscribe and the more if you do like it, just do a rating because that goes a long way as far as iTunes showing uh our podcast because right now if you go to itunes and you do like you know there's so many doctor who podcasts yeah they're everywhere that we only show up really if you are specific and say like classic, classic doctor, doctor who. who whatever um so anyway that would help if if you like this it would go a long way but Just, listen uh, to it however you want we're uh where are we on, yeah, on stitcher. stitcher now too so that's cool stitcher direct you can go to the website and listen to it direct the old doctor who show.com Yep, uh, olddoctorwhoshow.com, and if you click on the link for schedule, yep. you will see uh, the next episode, which uh, I didn't do this beforehand, but today, this is going to go out on Wednesday the 5th. Of August. Of August. Uh, so we are due, I think the 26th, is that correct, Dan? That sounds Master right to me. calendar? Yep, sounds right. Yeah, I believe our episode, our next episode is the 26th, and that is Robot with Tom Baker. So please uh, start watching those now. You can get that particular episode only on hulu plus and itunes amazon buying it it's not yep. available on netflix yeah it's only stream is hulu uh if you have uh if you want to talk to us let us know what you think um we'd love to get an email from you that's uh the old doctor who show at gmail.com uh but you can also follow me on twitter i'm at dan j and and i'm at e grissom uh, and I also have to plug Dan. Do this it. Is go up Wait, on you have a Wednesday. new you have new stuff happening, right? I have a new book, digital only. Uh, it's only on Comicsology called Gregory Suicide. It's going to be ninety nine cents. Dude, that so, cover art looked amazing. Or the the what? Well, I guess it wasn't cover art. Was that promotional art for it? Right. Yes, I made uh, an ad that looked like an Atari uh, twenty six hundred. It, it looks amazing. Like, well, thank you. The art man. looks great. That, the art the artwork is done by Will Perkins. Um, I do the writing and, and some of the design and uh, the lettering. But, yeah, if you want a buck, you can't go wrong. 99 cents on Comixology the day this goes up. So that is Wednesday the 5th. Mm-hmm. That's um, awesome. Yeah. Cool. All, All right, right well, folks. Uh, we are good until next time for Robot. Robot. Get ready. Get ready for our puppies. <laughs> and the puppy cast. <laughs> And the puppies. Never heard so much gobbledygook in my life, but I expect you know what you're talking about. Polka time. What? Polka time. What? Polka time. Polka time.